Hi everyone, Andrew Johns here. Got an update for you on the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy. You're gonna love this one. Two parts to this video. First part, we're gonna highlight the big Canadian and foreign corporations that are raking in the billions and paying their CEOs millions while taking money from the hardworking taxpayers in this country. <laughs> and the second part is my solution for the MPs in Ottawa on how they fix this big mess. So let's get started. The Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy is a great program for small and medium-sized businesses to weather themselves this financial storm caused by the coronavirus. And there's some large Canadian Companies have also tapped into the CEWS because they really need it. Thinking of companies like Air Canada and Canopy Growth, these are homegrown Canadian companies that have only seen losses since the pandemic began. These companies employ a lot of middle class Canadians, and there's definitely merit in making sure we continue to support these companies. On the other end of the spectrum are Canadian companies that have seen their fortunes turn around during this pandemic. Let me give you some examples. First off, Bell Canada, or now known today as BCE Inc. Here's a company with $1.5 billion in cash. From from January 1st till September 30th of 2020, this company made a whopping $1.8 billion in net profits. In fact, on their November 5th earnings release, they stated, BCE has a strong financial position maintained with $5.2 billion of available liquidity as of the end of third quarter. That seems odd to me that we would be giving this company wage subsidies when they have so much money. Second up, of course, a Vancouver and BC favorite is Lululemon. I love Lululemon, a great company. They're the ninth largest company in this country, by the way. They have a market cap of $53 billion. Their CEO is doing really well too. CEO made $14 million in 2019 and $22 million in 2018. They've had positive net income every single quarter last year. In fact, from February to October of 2020, they earned a whopping 255 million dollars, but they also received wage subsidies from Canadian taxpayers. So if those two names didn't get your temperature up like COVID-19 symptoms would, here's a list for you. Global corporations with billions in assets and cash paying their CEOs insane amounts of money who've also received wage subsidies by Canadian taxpayers. Let's get this list going for you now. Volkswagen Group. Here's a company that paid dividends of 2.4 billion euro, almost 3 billion US dollars to their investors. This is a company that owns brands of Volkswagen, Skoda, Scania, Ducati, Audi, Porsche, Bentley, Lamborghini, and Bugatti. Not only that, this is the company known for lying to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency over their emissions scandal, yet you've got a liberal government that claims they're committed to fighting climate change, and they gave this company wage subsidies paid by you, the Canadian taxpayer. Qatar Airlines. This is a 100% state-owned airline. Country has $56 billion in foreign currency reserves, yet we're giving them wage subsidies. Next up is Adidas. Here's a company with 3.2 billion euro of cash, and they paid 3.9 billion euro in dividends. Now, how does a company whose profit from January to September of 2020 exceed 400 million euro get access to the Canadian wage subsidy. I don't get it. Next up, of course, is the owner of Zara and Massimo Duty. This is a company that has net income of 3.6 billion euro last year. Federal deficits are, deficits are ballooning, yet the Liberal Party of Canada gives money to fast fashion industry companies like this with a terrible environmental track record. Curring Group, probably never heard of them, right? You'll know their brands. Brioni, Gucci, Yves Saint Laurent, Alexander McQueen. Here's a company that made 4.8 billion euro in profits last year. They paid out a billion euro in dividends. Luxury brands only available to the super rich are taking advantage of a taxpayer funded CEWS on your dime. Next up is L'Oreal Group, French Empire brand that owns L'Oreal Paris, Garnier Maybelline, Lancome Kiehl's, and lots of other brands. Why does a company which is 33% owned by the richest woman in the world, Francois Betancourt, who's worth $75 billion, need Canadians to help pay her wages for her company? The one that really bothers me is Starbucks. 
Starbucks compensation to their CEO last year was $19 million. Their median income for a part-time barista in Canada is $11,000. That's a ratio of one to 1,700. Why did the Liberal Party approve that Starbucks gets wage subsidies? And how many dollars did we actually give this company? Because it's on you, the taxpayer that's paid for that. Walt Disney Corporation, CEO compensation was $47 million last year. And you know how much tax they paid through Disney Plus? Zero dollars. We know Justin Trudeau is a huge fan of Star Wars, but why would his government provide a Canada wage subsidy to one of America's most profitable companies? We also have the Industrial Commercial Bank of China and the Bank of China. Two different banks, total combined assets exceeds $8 trillion, almost nine. This is more than double of all of Canada's banks combined. Should be noted, the Canadian banks didn't tap into the Canada wage subsidy at all. Yet these banks are both state-owned by the Chinese government and they received Canada wage subsidies. Why are we as taxpayers giving money to a corporation who's owned by the Chinese government? I don't get it. Now before we get to my proposal, let me just say there's no way Canadian taxpayers should be doling out cash to large public companies in Canada who've turned an impressive profit during this pandemic. Sure, maybe a company like Lululemon had a drop in top-line sales in March of 2020 to qualify for the CWS, and at the time, maybe it made sense to help them out. But the Liberal government should have added a clause that if any large company ended up turning a profit during 2020 while collecting the CEWS, they would have to pay back those wages in full. Even more offensive are foreign corporations who have operations in Canada and got wage subsidies from Canadian taxpayers when they simply didn't need it. All right, let's get to my proposal. We need MPs in Ottawa to come from across party lines and stand up for Canadians. Let's implement two clauses to the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy that we will make retroactive to April of 2020 when this program was launched. That's the beauty of running government. You can make up the rules and you can apply them backwards. Part one of this proposal, all large Canadian companies must pay back the wage subsidies they received if one of the following events has occurred. Number one, did they earn large profits in the year 2020? Two, did they pay their CEO over $2 million in compensation? Three, did they buy back shares with their excess cash and four, did they pay dividends out to their common shareholders or preferred shareholders? The second part, very simple. All foreign corporations, sorry, we made a mistake. We shouldn't have given you wage subsidies. Pay us back, get it done in the next 90 days. Canadian taxpayers don't work to support your corporation. Whatever you received in wage subsidies, they get paid back to us now. The Liberal Party of Canada and other members of Parliament who represent us, Canadian taxpayers and Canadian voters, should be looking out for Canadians first. There's absolutely no way foreign corporations should be getting this kind of money. When it comes to companies like Starbucks who employ a lot of Canadians, I'd simply ask the question, do you think they're going to shut down and pull their operations out of this country if we didn't give them wage subsidies? Of course not. These are companies that are operating in rogue countries all around the world. If I can go to a Starbucks in Argentina or in South Africa or in some other strange place in the world where it's really hard to do business, high tax structures and corruption, surely these people are going to remain in Canada. Disney stays here, Nike stays here. All these companies I've just described for you, they're going to stay doing business in this country and they're not going to let their people go. What we can do though is we can get that money back because we shouldn't have given it to them in the first place. And Shame on the Liberal Party of Canada for doing this and not thinking this through. The part that perplexes me probably the most about this is the contrast of CERB versus CEWS. As we all know, there's been a few people qualified for CERB that maybe shouldn't have qualified or double dipped that's been in the press. CRA is coming down hard on those people. A lot of energy being spent on that blows me away because these are people who are in the bottom of the economic spectrum. By contrast, you've got these big global corporations who've tapped into a wage subsidy program that candidly they should never have been able to receive. My question is, why? We'll have more for you on Coastal Front as things unfold. Thanks for listening.